Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering the potential cast of men for our double leads. Okay. Our Gasolina King leaving us when we need him most. Rompe. And Disney being not so happy for all. Aw, and this is episode 207. Let's go! <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. Wow, what an intro, V. We got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, even though uh, it's, you know, Bachelor, no shows are on right now. We do have some Bachelor stuff. Not until, like, stuff. July. Not until July, but we do have some stuff to talk about. We got Bachelor Nation news to bring you. So, um, but, you know, before we get into Bachelor stuff like we do, uh, Veronica, what's been going on with you? How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I... This past weekend, I had my brother, Frank, in town from Seattle. Yeah, uh, how was that? It was a lot of fun. He brought the rain with him for Friday, um, but it cleared up, and he did not know what to do with himself with how much sun, because like he literally hasn't seen the sun in like months like so he got he actually because of that because he was just like sitting on my balcony at one point like soaking up the sun he got a little burnt on his face because his skin was like shocked Mm -hmm. didn't know what to do um but um yeah we did all we packed in a lot i guess for the three days that he was here we you know explored some places in inman got dinner at beetle cat went to some of the bars around there ran into my friends aaron and mckenzie while we were out so that was kind of fun um, we went on Saturday, we like just explored the Beltline since it was so beautiful. And then we ended up going to the Atlanta United game versus Montreal, which ironically he used to play soccer. My brother used to play soccer with one of the, um, guys on the Montreal team who scored actually. So that was kind of wild. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah, but pretty, yeah, my brother's a very good soccer player and he played with a pretty, um, good league when he was younger. Um, but um, yeah, we did that. And then we went out, like I showed him church, the bar here, and then like dark horse for the, um, live band karaoke, because he actually has a friend in Seattle that went to Georgia tech and told him about that. So I had to show him that. And then, you know, did brunch on Sunday, hung around, watched a lot of, uh, the different, uh, whatchamacallit, March Madness basketball games and um, really just then took him to the airport and that that was that. But nice. yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to uh, have uh, your brother in town and spend some time with him. I know. I was excited. Awesome. Um, well, um, last Friday I got um, some pretty cool news that, uh, you know, I had known that there, our, our company was nominating me for this, but I was actually picked and selected for LA TV weeks, 40 under 40. Oh, um, wow. That's yeah, exciting. Yeah. I actually, I didn't get the round of applause. So we're going to get our round of applause that we don't like, but we'll give a little, the kids, yeah. the kids love it. Yeah. The kids love it because you're a kid under 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, exactly. So it's pretty cool. Um, you know, the event is, uh, held in LA, um, in Beverly Hills. Assume. So, uh, I will be out there, um, heading out there in June for the ceremony. And it's just really cool to be honored. Like, you know, they, 
Um, they're supported by the broadcasting cable and multi-channel news is showcasing pioneer people that are pushing the boundaries of innovation in the industry. So mm-hmm. um, I guess yeah, that's me. I was about me. to ask. I'm like, what kind of people like who are like the other like 40 folks? Or- well, I'm not sure. But I mean, I look at last year's nominees. There's like all the major like media conglomerates sending people out there and stuff so you know it really focuses on you know everything that's on the screen right now and all the people that go um and and you know making making waves for uh all the content out there so i'm very honored um i you know it's 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 kind of crazy that he was hit with the news in the middle of a meeting but um it's just it's it's awesome to be recognized for the work i've been putting into you know um the company we work for and stuff and it's just kind of it's nice to you know f- to get that recognition so that was really awesome yeah for sure that's awesome thank you i appreciate that and then um something that was also very cool this past week um our teacher like our acting in our acting class invited us to start coming in to like um the morning classes um that are just starting so i got to do that um this past week where i went in and repeated with like a whole new class of actors and it was just like a real like kind of like a full circle moment because I remember when I first started this class and how lost and how scared and all the things I was feeling in those moments. And when the more experienced players came into our class, I remember like it just like made all these things go off in my head like, oh, shoot, we can do that. Like, you know, I never thought about like, you know, and it just really kind of shows you how to act a little bit more when the more experienced people come in. So right. I, got to, I got to be that for like a whole new class of kids there. And it was just very interesting like moment um for your boy because you know i'm going in there and i'm like supposed to be like the more experienced one so i'm doing all these different things and it's just really cool so um i got to do that in class and um i just felt like i've gotten really good at acting um i mean i've been feeling that in my own work and class and all that stuff but just it's just kind of nice to go in and be like all right i feel like i've learned a lot so far um so that was cool um but v why don't we get into some bachelor stuff here because you know that's it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show indeed yeah but before we get into um you know bachelor stuff on our show youtube go ahead subscribe smash that thumbs up button hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new bachelor content just like this and if you just did huge shout out to you air horns for you um well veronica where do we start um you know a lot of bachelor nation news coming out but where where do you want to begin well we have there's been released a list of you know and pictures like there are little pictures that they take at home um of the potential cast for rachel and gabby's season we we always get these nowadays um for like probably the past couple of years we've been able to get like kind of these early release lists because you know it's not gonna right now it's 35 and it might be trimmed down to closer to 30 um which is still like i feel like this is feels a little iffy we'll have to see what that looks like with two women you know coming going at the same pool of men even though they did come from just like going after the same dude um i just don't know what that's gonna look like um, that way? As as long as you know, as long as these men aren't deciding who stays and who doesn't, that's you know that's already a step in the right direction. But you know the bar is in hell. 
It but, is kind of it, it is kind of unfair though that the that they got to split the men. Yeah, it's completely unfair. It's yeah. totally. We'll talk like, about more uh, uh, um, uh, injustice for women that the Bachelor has been having lately, but later on in the show. But this is just another example. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean this. The, they're not new to this; they're true to this with that bit. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but so far, um, our women are thirty-one. Gabby's thirty-one. Rachel's twenty-six, and it looks like right now the youngest dudes are around. 24 um which actually there's a set of twins justin and joey from brookfield connecticut there is several wait a second so this is this is a a new thing they got twins they've got some well this is not the first time we've had twins it's not the first time there was the twins on our i think that was our season right where there was the twins wow um emma and Haley, emily and Haley. yeah Um, i mean that's also a fun they they're both getting married right now to separate people, and they both had a combined bachelorette party wow. in Vegas because they live there. But <sighs> twins, um, yeah. I mean, it's just an interesting uh, new trick to throw into the show because that's just the awesome element to see like what happens with twins. You know, will one pick well, one and one pick the other? What well, if they yeah, like the exa- same twin? yeah. Especially with like there being two, or is like are they both going to be interested in one girl, or like who's to say? Because before when there was twins, yeah, they were both going after the same guy so that's yeah i feel like they're gonna be able to give these guys opportunities to i don't know maybe do you think this time around they'll make the guys pick which girl they're gonna go for um like you know you know not like vote for them but like like pick them to go for i don't so okay if i'm gonna compare this to joe millionaire Mm -hmm. which i am joe millionaire for richer for poor which just recently finished up um, you can watch it on Hulu, whatever. They had two dudes, and the whole premise was that one was rich, one was not so rich, and they had one pool of women. And over the course of like their dates and whatever, they had a couple of women who were, you know, they were both interested in slash women. Those women were interested in both of them. And when it came down to like some of the final weeks or episodes or whatever, whatever the timeline looks like, um, it got to a point where they had to. Um, either pick like if they wanted to stick with one dude or another or they could like I guess for a certain amount of time they could say I guess for a week they could say like no like I'm gonna just keep exploring both options and let them like kind of have them figure that out so I don't know if they're gonna do something with that for them, I think like, they'll let later. them do that because that like gives the opportunity for people's true colors to come out. Like you say well, one thing to one and you say the other and then they like canoodle behind well, yeah. their back. I and- mean, I don't know. I don't know if, if they were to make them like now you have to choose like if you're only going after one, like, you know, which one you want to go after. I feel like they won't make them do that until people are farther down the line because I, so I'm guessing it's going to be like similar to which I watched on Joe millionaire. They had like, it was like kind of like a collaborative decision-making process for like elimination. So it's probably going to be similar for Gabby and um, Rachel at the beginning. There's so at, many like, logistics to work out here, like the rose ceremony so and all that stuff. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, it just is it not going to be even? Like, what if one has like four girls and the other one has like, or if one has four guys and the other one has like all the rest of them? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that wouldn't I, don't know. I wouldn't feel good about being 
one of the girls, you know, but maybe they, they're perfectly picking them to like already be enough for this girl and enough for that girl. Like the ones that they're, which one are you interested in? They're putting them into batches and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, cause I'm guessing, yeah, I'm very interested. There's a couple of guys that are from my hometown of Naperville, Illinois. So that's always fun. Um, I mean, nobody is sticking out to me that I've seen thus far. Like there hasn't been a ton of, of course, a couple of Chicago guys, a lot of guys from Chicago, Nashville, Texas, you know, typical, that kind of vibe. One of them looks kind of like he might be pegged as the actor type. Who's to say? I mean, I feel like we can't really tell until we get a little bit closer because especially not all of these guys are um, legit locked in yet. One guy's from Alpharetta, though, up, you know, a little bit north of us in the of Atlanta, but uh, anybody that you stands out to you already that you think is a cutie. <sighs> a lot of them look so basic. I don't know. I'm like clicking through. A lot of the white guys look the same, so I can't really like. Oh, Quincy's kind of cute for Miami. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, good photo. It's of just very interesting when these guys drop, like you know, they, or like you know, the new cash drops. You just kind of see these faces. It's hard to pick like who really stands out because like you'll be like, oh, this is a good looking person, but then a couple slides later, you're like, oh, that's a really good looking person, like you know. And then you I just feel get like lost it's always hard to tell from just the photos too. Like you have to wait until like they're actually like on the screen, like moving, yeah, and talking. Um, like to see like, cause I feel like even when I was like looking at Michelle's cast of dudes, I remember being like, all these dudes are ugly. And then when they got on the screen, some of them, I was like, oh, actually you're super cute. Like you're really attractive. Like, mm-hmm. why did I think looking at your picture that you weren't cute? So. Well, um, I'm sure we'll find out more about these men, maybe have some follow-ups, um, some dirty tea or something like that that comes out in the next week now some that they've, dirty, been, now that they've been announced, dirty you know, tea. some dirty tea. Uh, <laughs> dirty tea. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what else we got for Bachelor Nation stuff? So obviously, as we know, it was announced that Jesse is going to be the host of this double-led Bachelorette season, which... Feels a little out of place, especially since we just had the last two seasons with double women hosts. So you would almost think that would make the most sense. Um, but I guess, you know, Tasha and Caitlin were in discussions-ish um, for that. But they I think they just went with Jesse um, instead, which, I mean, I thought he was a good host. But I think I agree. Caitlin's all like, you know, I want to be there with the girls. And I think... I bring a perspective like me and Tasha bring perspectives that Jesse can't um, and like, you know, can support them in a way that he can't. And I, I tend to agree. I think it would be a different vibe for sure. Um, to well, have- the thing is though, like I will say, um, of course, Caitlin says that because she wants to be in front of, like, she was like right there at the franchise and it was pulled away from her. Everyone wants to be the face of something that big. Right. Um, but you know, I mean, we do know that it works as far as having a, like a, just like a host, one host run through all the seasons. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> um, I and guess. then also, and then also, you know, I, I really can't say that Jesse was any more like supportive of, of, um, Clayton 
that he would be to like uh, like women too. Well, from what I know, they're bros. Of course they're bros. But like, you know, anything that we saw on the show, like there wasn't anything special that he that he was. I mean, yeah, we only saw a bit on the show. But I mean, but all the stuff that we don't see on the show is like what I'm like. I know like how close, you know, like Tasha and Michelle stuff got like, I think it just kind of is different. Yeah. Well, maybe they can get, um, you know, advice from producers who have been through a bunch of bachelorettes and know how it works. I just, you know, I just think what the problem is here is, and I do wonder if there might be like a lawsuit or something in here somewhere, but, um, just because, you know, oh man, sorry, my family's calling me on all my devices too jeez um well um yeah and i oh my god yeah no it's crazy i don't know what's going on um but yeah uh essentially uh you know with with them being the host of the bachelorettes um they weren't actually hosts they were more of what were they considered they were considered like like guests like they were special i mean they were still considered like the host but they at first no, like I no think, they were never given I think the in title the wake of, host. of chris harrison they weren't gonna call them hosts but they were like considered like confidants or like exactly. whatever. so they probably the weren't even having to pay them like as full hosts you know which is bullshit <laughs> well yeah sure but there's two of them <laughs> now bullshit. too so there's two people they would have to pay to be the host and it just seems better off to just you know, you guys were there, there in the middle where we had to figure out what we we're going to do with our hosts. And, you know, they just realized that they'd rather do this as opposed to that. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's also ratings, too. Like maybe they people are just not interested. It's it's all like the numbers thing, I think, too. So um, as far as Caitlin goes like that. It kind of fell apart, you know, with uh, Tasha, like she. She was kind of like booted out, I believe, because, you know, her relationship was kind of failing through the franchise and stuff. And now with, um, you know, I don't think they think Caitlyn can handle the show herself. So. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Jesse is the safe bet to to move forward, especially if they I was happy with him as a host, as a viewer. Um, I thought he was fine. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really. I don't know. I mean, that's the way I feel about the two women hosts on the last season. So, I mean, I just I think from the perspective of like, obviously, I think Jesse was good for being with Clayton. Mm-hmm. But I think like I get the perspective of being like, mm, it would be good to have someone like a Caitlyn or a Tasha for it just doesn't make sense for them to do that. Like, it's like you both are not with the men from your season. You don't have good advice on that. Like, you know, I mean, he wasn't, he's not with any of the women from his season either. So but I'm just saying that, that he's not being picked. I'm, I'm talking strictly on the fact that Caitlyn thinks that she should, she would be a great like person to help out people. Jesse's not coming in there trying to help people. He's trying to be there to be the host of the I franchise. Mean, so that's the difference. He, I, I guess so. But yeah. I mean, he's also there to be supportive to the lead. I mean, whatever. I just don't, I don't see him coming in here and being like, that's my, my gig. My gig is to host this thing and to make it entertaining. Caitlin is coming in it from this angle, which she's pretty graceful about like spelling out. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, we, we've gone through many, many bachelorette seasons without you. We can do it again. You know, that's kind of like where I think they're at. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's just I wonder where it goes for Caitlyn and and Taisha and like what their careers, you know, they were I given mean, a boost. Obviously, 
Caitlin's coming off of being on the on tour with Dancing with the Stars, so I think probably that timeline would be a little tight, anyways. Um, as well as she did say, like you know, like this actually gives me plan time to like be with Jason and like plan our wedding and all of that stuff. So I mean, probably um, it all will work out for the best. Um, sure. Um, well, yeah. I mean, uh, anything else going on out there? Yeah, so um, Colton was talking about how they were going to do a TV wedding, but then they decided to not do that idea because they weren't getting money for it. Am I frozen for you? Yes, you are. Oh, well, my voice will still keep going on this weird-ass face, so... Yeah, I mean, as, yeah, I mean, as long as I'm not frozen for you, it's okay. No, you're, yeah, I'm not frozen, but, um, but yeah, keep going. Sorry, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, so you know, they weren't getting money or whatever for it, or they weren't, you know, it was going to be a lot, and um, and it definitely, uh, I think it's probably for the best. I think he's overloaded us with the content about him. Um, and you know, his journey to coming out and all that jazz. And I just think, I feel like he's trying to make a check or something off this. He, he, is, trying. What, he is trying. What is his problem? I don't, I don't get it. Like, this is sad. Like, and he's all like, I've been there, done that with li- my life. And there's moments now that I'm keeping private. It's almost like he thinks he's a Kardashian or something like that. I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah. you've like made people's lives living hell for periods of time. Like, I think it's bullshit, but okay. Well, um, good luck with that, man. Um, get your money if you can. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Uh, also, um, Michelle Young is going to be the official co-host with Becca Kufrin um, of Bachelor Nation's uh, Bachelor Happy Hour. Um, so congrats to her. She's, you know, she's getting her time to shine. Um, but I just, you know, I hope I hope it's the, for the best because well, who's, as who's we past s- host for that? Who who is she taking over? I for? mean, I mean, original back in the day, Rachel Lindsay was part of that, and then like before that, I think it was Tasha, and then like I think Tia and stuff like moved her way or whoever. It was like it kind of is these past couple of months or so. I think they've been in the interim after Tasha. What is the it. what is the one with like Joe and her and That's Natasha? clickbait. Oh, okay. So she has two podcasts? I guess so. Jeez. Um well if you got it like that. Um well yeah, uh that's cool. That's cool. Um well yeah, I mean that's essentially like what we got for Bachelor Nation news. Like I mean there's going to probably be more stuff to talk about the guys next week. And, you know, right. there's always more more rumors and, and things going on with these cast members. But this is kind of what we're going to be doing um, in between. Uh, we get a new season of Bachelorette coming up here soon. And um, and then after that, well, there are talks of Bachelor in Paradise is coming back this year. So we'll probably have right. that coming down the line as well. I mean, we got that vibe, I think, from just even how people have performed on these past couple of seasons. I know there was rumors that they might not come back or whatever. Mike Fleiss has been trying to shut those down. I don't think with the kind of personalities with how they cast for these shows, I don't think they would give up um, Paradise that easily just because I think it probably, um, you know. I want to know which, which one of those losers are the ones that watch Bachelor and Bachelorette but don't watch Bachelor in Paradise. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like the ones that are like, oh, I don't watch that. I'm just here for The Bachelor. What? Dude, that is crazier than sitting around like all year to get to Bachelor in Paradise because that's where the good stuff's at. Right. I feel right. Like. My thing is like, you know, I feel like the reward for having all the context and going through the like arduous seasons of some of these, which some of these last seasons have been of like Bachelor or Bachelorette is to see the payoff of who they bring to paradise and how dumb they all get. Like, you know, I just think that's, that's, that's the payoff for me personally. Knowing it's knowing too much (laughs) is having the context to be able to watch it all. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what we're here for. If you need a little recap, we got you. Um, so yeah, that's our bachelor talk this week, Veronica. Why don't we, uh, get into something we like to call, I don't know, quick hits. What do we got? Let's do it. So Kanye has been Kanyeing, mm. um, as we know. And uh, back last week, March 16th, he had his Instagram account suspended for 24 hours because of, um, you know, just general, his general behavior on it with the videos and the comments and the things. It was kind of crossing the guidelines of Instagram. So um, because of like bullying, harassment, etc. Um, endangerment potentially who's to say um, he's back I don't really think he's been making a lot of posts even though his count is like no longer suspended I haven't really been seeing his stuff pop off as much I mean much. this is all legal stuff like somebody is legally like telling him not to post or legally like reaching out to Instagram to shut him down bless you um so yeah i mean that's definitely what's happening here it's 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 probably um you know uh what's her name chris jenner behind us all i mean i mean which i understand i mean some of this stuff is just getting it's getting really messy um but um speaking of you know things that he can't do he will not be able to perform at the grammy perform but grammy awards but he um, is not barred from attending, so he can be there, just can't perform, and he does have five awards. Uh, he's nominated for five different awards with Donda, so um, could be interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah, I think it has to do with his beef with Trevor Noah. Yeah, um, people say that that isn't like that isn't the exact reason. Like he wasn't like not able to perform because like it's not Trevor Noah fault but i mean trevor noah has well because trevor noah came out and said on his show and he's gonna host the grammys he came out and said on his show he's like you know if even one of the most powerful and richest like women in america can't like avoid like can't get escape their abusive ex then you know how can we expect normal people to do it which is very real um but unpopular um, opinion i don't really like trevor noah though (laughs) i mean I feel like he has his ups and downs. I don't I don't hate him. I don't love him. I just I enjoy his show. Yeah. Typically. Um, but uh I mean I liked it before he hosted it too. But um way better before he hosted it. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think Kanye cares at all, actually, about I think it's getting to the point where the Grammys pulling this type or any type of award show pulling these type of things are just it's just not helping at all. Like, I mean, if they want to use this news to try to bring viewers to the Grammys, I don't think it's going to work either. Like I'm hearing like like seeds being planted of the fact that they're trying to get 
like the biggest artists, like your Kanye's, your Drake's, your Nicki Minaj's, all these people to come together to do a show the same night as as the Grammys. So essentially pulling away viewers and people just probably wanting to be at that show over being at the Grammy show and stuff like that. Like, so, you know, these are moves that I feel like could be made um, to, you know, really be in defiance of, of, of these award shows. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, what else we got? So uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have decided to rename their son Wolf because they said that it just doesn't seem to have fit him anymore. You know, he's been alive for what? Like maybe. That's because no one cares. Six weeks. Um, so. It's like, you know, yeah, like, you know, TMZ is not talking be. about us. So let's like change the name of our baby that's not born yet. I mean, the baby is born. Oh, it is? Yes. The, bo- the baby's been on this earth for six weeks. Oh, that's even worse. They changed the name six weeks after? Yes. Because they said that it doesn't seem to suit him. Of course. It's, it's, it's Wolf. It's an awful name. Oh, my God. I hate, I hate these people. Um, but yeah, so no idea what it's going to be, but we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have my to goodness. See. Um, what else we got? So um, a reggaeton king... Um, Puerto Rican Daddy Yankee is going to retire after his next album slash tour, which will be called Legend Daddy, um, which is an incredible name. Legend Daddy. Um, Hilarious. Um, I did not realize he's been in the music game for 32 years. Oh, for sure. Are you serious? First of yeah, all, he's I just like didn't kind of realize no- like years. I don't know. Like, I mean, I just he's didn't- like he's he's pretty much the guy that brought reggaeton to the forefront. Um, he did. If it wasn't With gasolina. Just- well, I mean, yeah, that was like the biggest one. But you know, I remember when reggaeton like hit New York, and it was just like literally everything. And and the beat hasn't changed. It's the same beat still. It's the craziest thing. But I love reggaeton. Um, it's just it's always like boom, kick, boom, kick, boom, kick, boom, kick. That's like the drums for every reggaeton song. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, Daddy Yankee man. Uh, you know what was I saying? It was just funny. Because with gasoline prices right now and Daddy Yankee's leaving and stuff, they're saying. Yeah, <laughs> like I saw like memes about it relating it to like Avatar The Last Airbender. This is my nerdiness. That was all like when the world needed him most, he vanished. <laughs> um, and it's just like truly, truly giving those vibes. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how this next album is. I mean, I do. whenever I see like his stuff pop up on like New Music Friday or whatever, he's featured on something. I listen because I have a whole playlist of reggaeton music because that's the kind of shit I like. Word. Um, um, but well, yeah, yeah good, uh, good for him. Uh, what else we got? So Christina Ricci is going to be on a Netflix series that's in process right now. That's going to be called Wednesday. It's going to be about Wednesday Adams from the Adams family, and Christina Ricci obviously played her from the 1990s movie. Um, she will not be playing an older version of Wednesday. The um, title character will be played by Jenna Ortega, who's been known for being the little, the younger sister, or whoever. And you, she's been in um, the Scream. new like Scream reboot. She's been in this new. Um, um, X, it's the like new like horror like thing about like people trying to film a porno. So she's like really solidifying herself like in the like kind of like scary horror genre. She's the new screen queen. 
Yeah, she is. I, I love her too. I think she's so cool. Um, yeah, there's some like, I don't know, like I feel like they did something crazy with her character where I feel like she is actually the killer in Scream. Something like that. Like I feel like something weird is going to happen where because she was the first it was the first time in scream in any of the scream movies that the person that was like being chased in the beginning of the film didn't die didn't die yeah yep. so um but yeah i think she's she's good i'm excited to see what this angle of wednesday is like is, did they say anything about it like is it gonna show the rest of the adams family um there there hasn't been like a ton about it yet because it's definitely besides like the bit that you know, Jenner Ortega is going to be Wednesday. Um, there's going to be Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia Adams. Wow. Louise Guzman as Gomez. So it's going to be, I'm guessing it's just going to be more focused on Wednesday Adams, like as a character slash in their family. Um, but not exactly sure what else is going to happen. I'm, I'm just interested to see how they weave Christina Ricci. In. Wait, Louise Guzman is playing... Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Um, insane. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Do you think it's going to be like a Sabrina, the teenage witch type of situation or maybe, I mean, I love the Sabrina. I wish they, they, I want them to bring Sabrina back to Netflix. They, you know, canceled her after like three seasons or whatever. Um, and then gave her like a little crossover episode with Riverdale, which has jumped the shark like three seasons ago. But, um, well, yeah, I, I mean, mean, like I, Archie it, and stuff comes from Sabrina, the teenage witch, right? Or vice versa or something like that. Uh-huh. I th- that one, don't one of them come from one of them. Like Sabrina, the teenage witch comes from like the Archie comics or like Archie it, comes from. Yes. Yes. Archie comics as the umbrella did Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yes. Yeah. So, um, cool, cool. Uh, what else we got? Anything else for quick hits? Yes. Yeah, so Snoop Dogg is going to be. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is gonna be in, um, is in Call of Duty, of the video game, of Call of Duty is. Vanguard and Warzone. Um, <laughs> it's gonna add Snoop Dogg to everything. He's gonna be like a character, or whatever, in the video game, which I just think is the funniest thing. It's like a bundle in the store that you can add as part of the stuff. I don't know enough about like this kind of video games to totally get it. But um, I just think it's I think it's hilarious. It's um, dope. Um, anything else? Um, Harry Styles, the love of my life, it you know ruined everybody's day. When I say ruined, made it better, but like you know took our eyes away from anything we could do um, today. When he announced that Harry's house, his new album, will drop May twentieth, and there's just a lot of like you know, very cool interior related like visuals going on for it. So um, people are like, is he going to do an interior design line? What is going to happen? Like what else could Harry do? Um, but, you know, in general, I'm just excited for new music. 13 new tracks ready for you, my boy. Interesting. But, yeah. um, Harry's house. Okay. Uh, well, V, what made you go yikes this week? It hurts me, but I mean, we all know Disney's been problematic in their own way for years. But Disney has just been going through it this past like week and a half ish. So they had like as part of their parade with like different things, they had this Texas high school who their mascot are Indians, and which as bad as it is, already bad. Um, they and they had their little dance squad, their little marching dance squad, the Indianettes already bad 
march in their parade and they said, you know what? No war bonnets. You guys can't wear your war bonnets because that's cultural appropriation. But we're going to let you march and do your like Indian scalp them, scalp them cheer. Oh, oh, because that's better. It's not. It's not. So that's been going viral and that's been blown up everywhere. Bad, bad news bears. And that's all along the side of, you know, right now Florida has been dealing with this whole don't say gay bill. And the largest private employer in Florida is Disney. And do you also know, like, the amount of, like, LGBTQIA plus folks that are either employed or, like, large, you know, largely, you know, benefit from Disney stuff? A shit ton. A lot. Um, so people, like, workers have done a walkout for this because Disney as a company has not said enough or has also, like, some of the company stuff has helped funded some of the politicians. What is, dealing with what the- is Don't Say Gay? So the don't say gay bill is pretty much trying to prevent schools in Florida from teaching or mentioning anything about sexuality that isn't heterosexuality. I don't get it. Like, what what could they teach about it? Exactly. It's really fucked up. It's the thing is, it's like they don't want any like media that is could, you know, if anything. Why why are people? Why are people denying that they're gay people, though? I don't understand. It's bizarre. It's like they don't want to tell. They don't want to. It's and it comes from like a lot of conservative things like where it's all like we don't want to influence our kids. It's like you can't make kids gay. And you also like aren't going to like you can't make kids straight. Like, you know, exactly. And like the people <laughs> I mean, like, they we don't tried. Sex- they tried for decades and decades. Like, you know, and like, just, again, they don't just, want we don't want to sexualize our kids. Is what they're saying because I guess teaching them that some people have two moms or two dads or maybe somebody who doesn't identify as a male or a female like specifically is going to sexualize kids while there's people out there asking their five-year-olds if they have little boyfriends or girlfriends. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Bullshit. Um, And then Disney also was having some drama when it came to the Oscars. So I guess like as it comes to with some of these like major movie production things. With West Side Story, Disney had, you know, allotment of tickets that they could give to people to attend the show. And Rachel Zegler, who is the one of the leads of West Side Story, the new done West Side Story, was not given a ticket and like had posted about being like, can't wait to cheer on my fellow like West Side Story folks from my couch. Bad look. Bad look. So then she got invited to be a presenter at the award show to hopefully make everything look better. But in general, Disney's just now like starting to post stuff to their different accounts being all like, we don't support, don't say gay bill. We don't do all this. And I'm like, too little, too late. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Um, wow. Things are looking a little crazy in the house of the mouse, huh? Indeed. Wow. Okay. Um, well V, you know what I want to know? I got a question for you. What are you watching? I watched, I think it's funny when we get to my question for you. I watched Ali Wong's newest um, newest special on Netflix, Don Wong, which I think is an incredible so funny. name. So funny, dude, the whole thing. The whole I had thing no is, idea. I had no idea she was so funny, dude. I I love Ali Wong. I've, I've loved her for a while. Like, I've loved her. I've loved her other things. I've loved, I feel like I've listened to her on different things. I have... Obviously, watched all um, 
Always Be My Maybe, mm-hmm. which is a great movie. Yeah. Um, on Netflix as well. And Crazy Rich Asians. Should, huh? She did Crazy Rich Asians too. Did she? I think so. She wrote that, yeah. I believe. Um, I mean, like she didn't write the book, but. Or she, d- she directed it or something. I think she was mentioning it in one of her specials. Um, but yeah, um, yes. but yeah, it was really funny. I love, you know, you know, she's talking about like being married and being a mother and all this stuff. And it's just like very, it was perfectly written in her timing and everything. She's, she's so good. And like, she talks a lot about being like a, a strong financially, like independent and like also like, you know, financially maybe making more than a man or like what that means and just different things of that nature. And I just feel like for, you know, ambitious women out there, it's just like really awesome. I just think the jokes are very relatable in that sense. Um, And I just think, you know, she's just, she's so great. And like, she's just such a fun comic and how she, you know, is great with her representation um, in a lot of different ways. So um but, but what have you been watching me uh yeah i'm not seeing ali wong involved with uh crazy rich asians but she is a crazy rich asian i'll tell you what um it's funny that we are so in tune sometimes because i watched don wong a couple weeks ago and then went actually walking because it was beautiful this weekend to go get el tesoro tacos with mm-hmm. um with some people and they were mentioning ali wong and they're like you got to watch the ones where she was pregnant so i went oh, yeah. back and watched she has two specials where she's pregnant two yep. different babies so it's crazy because like she's just so funny um and i recommend if you're like into comedy you don't be watching like women comedians um i only i pretty much almost exclusively watch women comedians these days i mean it's not oh, yeah. like it's not like i'm against women comedians it's just like sometimes just i guess i don't relate to some of the humor but that wasn't the case when it came to ali wong like i was just like this is really funny um and there's just jokes on jokes it just never stops her delivery is amazing so um obviously if we're both watching it without talking about it till now um you should watch ali wong so uh yeah uh well v why don't we get into our slapper of the week uh well i guess the drop is going to take a second uh but this song slaps <laughs> well just because our drop is not slapping that doesn't mean our slapper is not slapping and and <laughs> this week it really does um you know last week i played this song uh we picked another song but i played the song afterwards while we were doing post and you were like what is this and i was like this is gonna be our slapper next week and um here it is it's it's called young Rukh. um i'm not sure like how you say it but i know what they're talking about the artist is called tesher and um and he you've been hearing this song i've been hearing this song like on all the tiktoks and all the like all the ticky talks all the tiktok all the talks all the ticks and um <laughs> and it's just really good if you haven't heard it it's got like a bop that sounds like you know some taiga stuff it's got like drums like a taiga beat and oh, man. um and yeah they're talking about you wonder why i, I said that exactly i, like, I didn't like, i didn't say my anything. little my little like feral rat ears perked up and they were like what is this yeah yeah exactly so um Shahrukh khan is uh an indian bollywood actor and uh, the song is called young Shahrukh khan i think that's what it's like it's it's a, a slang for 
for that name. So uh, check it out. It's a bop. It's definitely something that's a fire ass track. So if you're looking for something that you know weekend bop to, that's the one. This is the slapper. Check it out. Young Shahrukh Khan by Tesher. Um, so yeah, V, do you have any shout outs this week? Um, I wanted to shout out my Auntie Lenny and Joe for getting married this past weekend. Hey. Obviously, <laughs> my brother and I were not there, but oh. it was a nice little small family um, affair. Okay. So congrats to them. Nice. Well, yeah, congrats. Um, many, many years of love. Uh, well, I would just like to shout out my sister, Puma. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to have you know my sister be just so awesome, and I'm so close with her that you know whenever I'm going through something, I can you know depend on her and talk to her to kind of get me uh, balanced out. Like you know, you kind of talk to your parents and stuff. Like my sister is just kind of like a voice of reason. I can talk to my mom too, but um, you know, my sister and I are in. Uh, very similar. I mean, we're, we're 11 months apart, so we're just in, we're in different stages in our life, but she's been through some that like I probably have in the future. And it's cool to have, um, someone there that I can get advice from. So, um, shout out to you, Pum. Love you. Love her. Yes. Um, so guys, that's our show. I mean, it doesn't feel quick. I mean, it's a good 45 minutes here, but, um, you know, when you don't have an episode of the bachelor to watch, you get a little bit of time. You don't have like four hours of the bachelor. Yeah. You get a little bit of time in your actual life. Yeah. It's kind of nice not having to, um, depend on having to watch two hours of bachelor for a couple weeks. Thank God. But, um, but we do have to talk about it here, so you will still get updates. But, um, yes, uh, that's been our episode. Hopefully you guys stick around for more Bachelor Nation stuff and anything we got to talk about over the next couple of weeks until the show is back. Um, Veronica, any plans this weekend? Um, yeah, on Friday I'm going to go to a drag dinner um, show, drag show situation okay. with uh, my friend Michaela, my friend Katie to do like we're trying to – my friend Michaela's sister is getting married and like she did a very low-key bachelorette I guess up in the mountains and Michaela's like I want to show her like more of an Atlanta bachelorette. Like let's take her to a drag show and like let's do that kind of thing. So. I'm excited because I've always wanted to go. It's called Lips. I've always wanted to go. And I, you know, haven't had like a main reason to go besides just liking drag. So um, I'm excited for that. But that's um, my main plan for the weekend. Word, I guess. Word. Um, well, I have been trying to take um, Saturdays to be like, what can I learn about acting or do for acting? Um, you know, during the week I got classes and work and all that stuff. So it's kind of nice to... like do things on a weekend towards my dreams so um i'm actually taking this four-hour course at atlanta stunts and they're going to be teaching what is it they're teaching uh tactical training for tv Mm. and film so i'll be you know knowing how to bust into a a room with a gun as a cop or something you know and try to shoot things and stuff i obviously don't know how to do it yet but i will Hopefully after this class, and <laughs> I will, but I will, <laughs> and it will go on the old resume. So um, that's very cool. So that's what I'll be up to this weekend. Um, v, I busting um, through walls. Yeah, yeah, and then hopefully you know maybe I've run into you at some point or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's been our show. You know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica, and we love you, Deuces. Bye. <laughs>